Welcome to Food Hole. A refined conversation about unrefined food. So pull a chair up to the table. And let us put a food in your hole. (laughs) I'm Roger, your beef baron. I'm Brian, your pulled pork rotisserie. (laughs) And I'm Joe, your tongue twister. (laughs) This week, we're taking a step out of our culinary comfort zone. We're leaving the bright light of the snack aisle behind and stepping into the exciting world of restaurant dining. Because like a comet shining through the night sky, a visitor is here to grace us for just a short time before it vanishes back into the shadows. The McRib is back. Just right on top, I want to mention that this is a, a joint podcast with our, our sister project, Storyhole. If you're interested in the McRib and the lore and history of the sandwich, uh, look up Storyhole on uh, on any podcast platform and uh, maybe learn a little bit. Yeah, download it, listen to it while you're eating it. It's it, the whole package. You can use the free McDonald's Wi-Fi to download the podcast. <laughs> Now, the three of us, we're all coming into the sandwich fresh, right? We're all McRib virgins. That's true. That is true. So we're coming into the sandwich with fresh eyes. Now, let's get started. What did you guys think of the uh, presentation? What was your first impression of the sandwich? Very messy. Uh I looked at all of our boxes and uh, all of them had the barbecue sauce kind of slathered in and around every orifice of this box. (laughs) I wanted to address the sloppiness of the presentation because for me, it really works for this. I, I think some of the McDonald's have kind of adjusted their motif in inside the restaurant to really kind of class it up. McCafe. Yeah, McCafe, exactly. I don't think that works and I don't think it's necessary that the McRib be delivered to you on a silver platter. I want my McDonald's to be down and dirty. Yes. Yeah. And I and I want my my pork riblet being soggy in barbecue sauce and there's barbecue sauce on my box and I'm I'm going to get it on my fingers because it's supposed to be a visceral experience. Throw it to me in a food trough. I want to experience this thing the way it's meant to be experienced. <laughs> like a yeah. real piggy. Yeah. Squealing. And- oink, oink. This was inspired by what? The South or the Midwest? South. I mean, barbecue ribs, that's a Southern the thing South? for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a Southern thing. Now, when you have barbecue ribs, you're supposed to be kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bib food for sure. Yeah. It's where you get the phrase finger looking good. Oh, so they captured that. Uh, I think it's a, a fluffy bun. It's, it's notably bigger than a burger, I thought. I disagree. My bun seemed too fragile to handle this meat inside. Well, was your bun a little bit more hearty? It, it was fresh. I, I think that's, but that's part of the gamble when you go to a place like McDonald's is that you don't know if you're going to have a day old <laughs> bun or a, yeah. uh, a year old bun, frankly. <laughs> so I must have just got a good one. I got lucky today. Um, my, my food did come out last, so it was probably the most fresh. That's true. I didn't mind my bun, but I do have to acknowledge that the bottom bun was soggy. Yeah. Which I forgave because I wanted to have an overabundance of barbecue sauce, which I would credit for the sogginess. Now that I understand. Um, unfortunately, my bottom bun was so thin and so delicate that I felt my fingers pierce right through the bun. And I was I was touching pork. How hard are you gripping your sandwich? You just squeeze it. <laughs> Come here, McRib. I don't want to get away. You know. <laughs> um, one thing I did notice: uh, if you guys open the bun and take a look at the the McRib, it was not shaped as I expected. No. You know, with the little pieces cut, it was more like a 
an illustration of a ladder where pieces were kind of raised. It, it was gray but brown because of the sauce that was covering it. It did not look like a rib to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Visually, it's very confusing. It's a rectangle, and then there are horizontal bars of raised meat, right? Mm-hmm. Which I guess are supposed to simulate the bone in the rib. I think so, mm-hmm. but we could just be totally wrong, and it could just be the monkey bars at a local <laughs> park. That's how they press it. It is a little weird that they tried so hard to intentionally make it look like this Mm -hmm. where I'm like well you know why I mean if you're gonna do it do it right but they just didn't do it right Mm -hmm. I'm sorry yeah what about the flavor did you enjoy it um yeah kind of Maybe I'll let you guys go first on this one. Okay. Well, I think to, to start off with, I think we do need to address that there are particular proclivities between the three of us on what we took off the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I ate it as is. As God intended. Yes, as God intended. And, you know, <laughs> Roy Kroc, the CEO back in the 70s when he made this thing, he's like, this is how it's got to be. Uh, with diced onions and pickles. With those to run counter to the barbecue sweet tanginess, I think it was pretty good. When I had those few perfect bites, uh, it was really good. My only complaint was there was two pickles, mm-hmm. and this this sandwich is far bigger than two pickles. And I think they were uh, for the sa- for the shape of this sandwich. I would think maybe a pickle spear might work better mm. rather than a pickle circle. Yeah, I can see that. That's actually that's the perfect solution. Maybe you should write into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dear McDonald's. It's me, Roger. (laughs) Now, I tasted the barbecue sauce more than anything. You know, the onion was nice as a counterpoint, but it was mostly just eating barbecue sauce. And the thing that maybe I took away from that is that when I think of McDonald's, I think of unique food, right? McDonald's food is unlike any other food object. Like a McDonald's cheeseburger is not something you can get anywhere else. It's not a typical cheeseburger. I would agree. You you could even get away with saying it's something different than just a a cheeseburger. Whereas this feels very basic to me. I feel like I could have experienced that sandwich anywhere. Even at like maybe a middle school cafeteria. Oh, very much. There's nothing unique about it. Yeah. I bet you you could find something that's the equivalent of this thing in a grocery store aisle that's meant for the microwave. Oh, definitely. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. It's just not, it's not unique. It's not going to stick with me. Right. In fact, it already left me, if you get my drift. <laughs> <laughs> my experience, you know, right off the, right off the, uh, out the gate, I, I bit into it, and it's got a chewier, squishier texture than maybe a sausage patty. There was a, an odd sponginess to it. Yeah. Yes. I have a lot to say about this. I was trying to find some kind of reference. So you know the the playgrounds that they have at the park where it's kind of like the rubber mat? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I felt like my jaw was doing. It like sprung away Mm -hmm. from this little chomp. Yeah. Almost a snap to it. It was um, a little weird. If I tripped and fell and landed on a McRib, I could walk away unharmed. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. They could equip uh, cars with new safety technology by putting a McRib, (laughs) which will definitely last for a couple years Mm -hmm. uh, in the door. (laughs) and and in the uh, steering wheel. Um, uh, And I didn't get a chance really to talk about my flavor. I think I skipped ahead. Do you mind if I go back for a quick second? Yes, please. Okay. The taste uh, was fine. The sausage-y part, the the pork part, felt like watered-down sausage uh, flavor-wise, but it was also covered in the barbecue sauce, which is not the same sauce as the tangy barbecue sauce that would come with it as the, the little packet. Oh, 
You think the McRib is its own standalone sauce? Mm-hmm. It was definitely like a sweeter molassesy. Did not have the tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a flavor experiment where I took a fry. It was highly scientific. Where I scraped off the the, <laughs> the, the, the stuff, and I also bought a second packet so I could try them out. Um, but with that being said, I agree with you. I think it was mostly just tasting the the sauce with the texture combined to make it seem like you were eating something. Honestly, when it comes down to it, I, I wasn't impressed. And I think if you want to have this experience, but you're sad because the McRib comes and goes, in the off season, just get a pickle cheeseburger and just dump a bunch of the tangy barbecue sauce on. I think A, that's that would be a close enough experience and B, it's probably a better experience than this. Probably a better experience, Yeah, I agree. I will say this. I think that, uh, you know, part of this is the experience to me of going and sitting in a McDonald's with you guys was really exciting. I was like, there's going to be some cool background ambiance. Uh, and uh, actually, I ended up kind of feeling a little weird while I was there because I'm not sure if you guys were, were taking in the audio portion of the ambiance of a McDonald's, but it sounds like a 1970s spaceship. There were so many beeps mm-hmm. and bleeps and, and bonks coming from the kitchen area. How are you expected to enjoy your McRib with all this beeping and booping? Yeah, well, I think I, mean, I was able. I was able to push that out. If you looked over towards my side of the table, you would have seen me head back, eyes closed. Yeah, barbecue sauce all over my front and back, and just just in it, <laughs> just in it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the moment, experiencing yeah. it. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> I'm jealous, frankly, because it seems like you had a you had a better experience than I did. Um, one question for you guys: You guys ever have the honey that comes with a, a chicken nugget? Yeah, I almost felt like this thing would have been good with a honey on it, mm. in addition to the barbecue sauce, maybe, or in a replacement of, but maybe, maybe mm-hmm. in addition to. We could make that happen. Yeah, that's true. I guess McDonald's, you know, make it your world. Yeah. Yep. You can use that, that phrase, McDonald's, if you like. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's favorite slogan, do whatever you want. Yeah. No <laughs> rules. <laughs> Just right. Yeah. Do we have any final reflections? I, I guess my overall takeaway was I didn't not enjoy it. I was kind of a little put off by the sponginess, but it was fine. I would acknowledge, though, that didn't taste much of the pork patty and the, the bun, but there was enough barbecue onion and pickle. But if you were to ask me, am I going to go get another McRib while it's out for this particular season? The answer is no. Uh, yeah, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. If I were to go to McDonald's, I would get something else. Um, it, it's an interesting thing to me as the first time McRibber, and maybe it just takes a few weeks to ruminate and it's going to get into my psyche and I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> thinking about the McRib and I'm going to need more. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a little confounded as to why people enjoy this particular item as much as they do. The experience doesn't warrant the popularity. Right. Here's what I'll say. Everything at McDonald's is good. And I don't think the McRib is an exception to that. I still enjoy the sandwich. It's just not a distinct sandwich in any regard. You could experience that sandwich at any gas station. So if I'm going to go to McDonald's, I want to have a McDonald's flavor. And the McRib is not it. This isn't it. Yeah. It's a basic B sandwich. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you like what we're doing, uh, subscribe or leave a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Uh, if you disagree, send us an email and tell us about your McRib experience or tell us why you like it at foodholepodcast at gmail.com. I'd also like to say a special thank you to Dion K for the use of the theme music in today's episode. Thank you, Dion. If you're interested in his work, you can find a link in our episode notes. Thank you. Thanks, Dion. 
<laughs> his first name is just D. The Yon is part of his last name. Damn. Uh, but you also said Dion, Raj. Dion K. The, the second time you just said Dion, I'm pretty sure. Did I say Dion? I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, And that's no. the reason, because I was very <laughs> uptight about it, and oh, I followed no. your yeah. lead, and I was like, oh, it is Dion. I remember we had, a, at the end of one of the other episodes, uh-huh. you really, you really uh, chewed me out for that, but then you just did <laughs> yeah. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, D. Thank you. Until next time, we'll uh, save you a seat at the table. Bye.